This program is presented by Zeeland Lumber and Supply. Good afternoon and welcome to the At Home Show on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. We'll bring you the latest trends and tips to improve where you live with leaders in the home improvement industry. The At Home Show is presented by Zeeland Lumber and Supply. Build. Trust. And now, here's your host of the At Home Show, Mark Vandenbosch. Welcome to the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. Your host, Mark Vandenbosch, with you. And Happy New Year to everyone. And we are excited for 2023. A lot going on in the building industry, a lot going on in our world. But for the sake of our show, you know, we focus on what I've often said and continue to maintain is the best industry out there, and that's the uh, building industry. To kick off our year, we've got a quarterly guest, John Colley. John, thanks for coming on board, and it's great to have you in studio here today. Hey, thanks for having me, Mark. You know, John comes on the show for our, our loyal long-term listeners every quarter and paints a bit of a picture on the lumber market. John is the, the Great Lakes regional buyer for USLBM, and USLBM owns Zealand Lumber and Standard Lumber, and just a great partnership. And John, always a wealth of knowledge. I know you will continue to share all that relevant information with our, with our listeners, and I would like to kick off the year and kick off the show, obviously, with you, but maybe give a quick synopsis of the last 12 months on, like, where we've come and where we're at right now. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of crazy. This market's been uh, up and down and, uh, you know, back back down here to end the end of the year. But, um, you know, it started this year uh, very similar to what it started last year, kind of um, real tentative on the market a lot of folks watching the market and trying to determine which direction things are going uh trading kind of on the lumber side of things has been a little a little off to you know to start this year same as it was last year last year we had a a big bump with you know housing start data coming out pretty strong um this year we're probably not in for that same um you know bump that we got last year we're we're kind of trending and um, downwards and maybe you know we may even be at a point where it's kind of leveled out on the downside with uh, um, you know rising interest rates and a lot of headwinds that are facing the market right now. Yeah you know if you look the last couple of years even the volatility that we've experienced has been something that is unprecedented in our inventory and then if you look at the last couple months we've had a little bit more of a a, a stable kind of a of a marketplace yeah you know we, we started to see some pretty drastic fluctuations in the market uh leading up into COVID, and COVID just exasperated it all it just blew it all out of proportion and even even the year afterwards it was uh you know, so much seasonal demand and, and so much uncertainty in the markets making it, you know, bounce around and go in different directions. But uh, th- there seems to be a little bit more of a calm coming across the market. You know, th- I think that the the market participants are, are you know, again, they're watching, uh, you know, the, the Fed and what they're doing with, the, you know, with their rates and how it affects mortgage rates and, um, 
you know, they've been through the highs and lows of pricing over the last few years. And I think everybody is, is really looking for something to be a little more calm as it goes into into 23 here. Yeah, it's a welcome sight. For those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. A reminder that you can catch any of our content of the At Home Show at whtc.com. Go to the podcast and check out the At Home Show editions, and you can look back into 2022. And maybe maybe for fun, you can check out what John said the last time he was on and to see how accurate <laughs> a projection he was. And I think that's a great segue to kind of talk about, like, what is on the horizon here, John, in 2023. <laughs> Well, you know, right right now we're dealing with uh, a decrease in demand. We're starting to watch, um, but in the same process, you're getting winter weather hitting across a lot of the northern regions. Um, Transportation on the trucking side's freed up a little bit, but uh, generally transportation on the rail side this time of year, you know, they start to put in these restrictions for winter weather and it starts to delay a lot of the shipments a bit so once the order files start to get out there a little bit i think we'll see things solidify up in the market um we're not anticipating this to go uh you know to the highs that it was going last year if at all just because we're we're watching right now we're watching the uh the the, uh, supply outpace the demand and once you know once you know we'll start to see a bunch of mill uh curtailments and we'll start to see you know some mills shut down or not start up um and they get that supply and demand back in better balance then then uh you might start to see prices go the other way but but right now i think uh you know we're going to begin this year trading sideways yeah and we've been spending a fair bit of time on the show talking kind of big picture on pricing what about availability john i mean how long does it take to get shipments in the lumber category these days? Yeah, you know, it's generally it's generally one you know a couple of weeks at the mill and then a week of transportation. So we're talking about three weeks from a lot of the eastern Canadian mills. If we're talking about the western Canadian mills or from the south, um, you might want to add a little time just for for rail time transportation. Um, I generally add about three weeks on everything coming from the west and. Um, I try not to jockey too too much between the two because it starts to mess with you know you don't know what's coming and when kind of a kind of situation. But uh, for for the most part, everything's kind of running the way it's supposed to be running right now. Yeah, that's fantastic. Now, if you look back twenty five thirty years, and some of our listeners, you know, were in in the industry or built homes back then as well. You know, you had many many mills to to pull from and if you fast forward to today that's a lot different can you kind of paint a picture on on what the the number of mills are out there and how many to choose from all that kind of yeah so so canada went through consolidation um a lot of years ago they they bigger mills started buying smaller mills and um, there became fewer players in the market. You, you still got a, a little bit of fraction in the eastern Canadian markets, but even this year we saw some of that. We saw Shalur, uh, some of those other, uh, you know, smaller stud mills get wound up into Interfor, um, who, who bought a few of them. But uh, 
What we're seeing is we're seeing consolidation in the industry. We're seeing the bigger get bigger and the smaller, uh, you know, mills start to go away. And um, over the course of the last few years, we started to see a lot of that in the south here as well. We're, we're seeing um, a lot of the a lot of the northern mills buy the smaller mills if they don't. Um, you know, if they haven't been keeping up with technology and, uh, you know, updating their equipment and facilities, we're seeing some of them go away. Um, and we're seeing some newer, some, some existing market participants invest and build in the south to, to increase production down there as well. But um, a, lot of this, a lot of the same thing is going on in the south as what was going on in the north. It's a, uh, fewer players that are a lot bigger and... Um, you know, not as many not as many places to go to when you're looking for something. You know, you've spent time talking about Canadian mills, obviously domestic mills as well. And when you talk about supporting the Midwest marketplace, are those the the options as far as getting wood in? Yeah, you know, in the Great Lakes, we're really blessed with with. Uh, you know, a lot of different, I guess, transportation modes to get here. Rail doesn't get here quite as easy as it does uh, on the other side of Lake Michigan. You know, if you're in the Chicago market, you kind of, kind of, you got to uh, figure that out to be the the hub, the center hub. Um, everything gets priced to Chicago. Most of the offerings that are on the market are offered in Chicago dollars. When you get on the Michigan side of you know Chicago, then everything is an adder. Um, out of the west and everything out of the east tends to be uh, pretty close to to Great Lakes pricing which is typically a a little bit of a discount to it now all these markets they correct all the time Uh, you know one market may be high one week and the next week it may not be as high but um, you know basically in the Michigan market we get we get uh, double trucks basically ran into us and those those double-sized trucks tend to be more efficient than than rail. Now, is North America receiving product from overseas as it relates to to lumber? Yeah, you know we're we're getting a lot of euro in the market right now, and uh, that that euro typically doesn't get into the the Great Lakes market. But right now, there you know there there's a flood of it coming in on the coasts, and and it is, and it's putting a pressure on a lot of the uh, actually, both eastern and western, you know, uh-huh. mills right now to, in the market. Now it's it's it tends to be a little bit a little bit limited in lengths. You know, you don't um, you know there's a lot of 16s and uh, some of that going on, but uh, for the most part, it's it's you know spruce. It's it's good fiber. It looks great. It's almost a premium grade, and uh, most most folks are pretty happy with it. You know, you mentioned species. We're going to talk about species. After the break, we're also going to talk about the reciprocal of what we just talked about, and that is our mills shipping into Asia, and then what is the whole war up in Russia and Ukraine having an impact as far as lumber as well. We'll do that right after the break. Stay with us on the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. Welcome back to the At Home Show. It's our launch for 2023, our first show, and so glad that you've tuned in. 
wherever you may be today, it's all about the industry, the building industry. And today we've got John Colley on the show, and our focus is on the lumber category. It's you know one of the biggest product categories that go into new home construction, certain remodel additions, as well as multifamily and commercial projects. So it's a topic we focus on quarterly to just give you a little bit of a state of the union, as it were, on this product category. And for you who may be new to our show, our focus is on product categories. We bring in manufacturers, we bring in distribution, we bring in experts in our industry to help guide you, whether you're a homeowner, a remodeler, a builder, and make projects easier. And that's really the goal of Zealand Lumber and Standard Lumber as we go to the market is to make things easier for our customers. And John, we ended the first segment talking a little bit about mills and the areas that they support. And you had mentioned there is some European wood coming into North America, mostly mm-hmm. along the coastline. But what about the reciprocal? I mean, I've heard over the years that many mills are supporting Asia and even into you know, Western Europe and, and the like. Is that still happening or is that kind of a well, thing of the past? You know, like Canfor, um, you know, Canadian mill, basically they've invested in Northern Europe and, you know, they do they do produce lumber for the European market. So you're seeing you're seeing some of the you're seeing a, a global uh, market when it comes to the to the lumber side of things. Now, um, some countries are importers and some are exporters. It's kind of like you know petroleum or anything like that. You, you know, you've got Russia, who's who's an exporter um, of logs primarily, not not necessarily finished products. That you know they export a lot to China. Uh, China is a big uh, importer. They'll import logs again from from Russia and then uh, oftentimes from Canada. Uh, the the lo- you know the logs and the fiber that they tend to import tends to be a low grade. Um, they cut it up and make it into parts and pieces and, and do what they want to do with it. So a lot of the international uh, dealings that that go on um, affect some of that trade to some to some effect. But but as of now, uh, a lot of the euro is hitting is hitting the the. Uh, Eastern market, a lot of it is Canadian fiber that, that's actually making, you know, can, Canadian-owned fiber making its way back to the United States. Um, but uh, it's, it's um, you know, it's, it's always going to have an impact on the market from, you know, as we move forward. You know, the, the war in Ukraine is, what's the impact there from your perspective? Is there anything to talk about in, in relation to the category that that we've been unpacking today. Yeah, well, you know, the war in, in Ukraine, the way it's affecting the market is um, th- roundabout through the fuel trade. You know, their their um, fuel is very expensive in Europe. Uh, fuel um, basically affects a lot of the investment. You know, outside of of uh, daily living, and when the price of fuel is expensive, you know, you're we don't see the growth going on there that we do see in other parts of the world where fuel is cheaper. So we're seeing a lot of the fiber that may have, you know, been go- slated to go to, to Europe uh, getting put on container ships and shipped over here where, you know, things have been um, a little bit better economically. Yeah, now let's turn our attention back to the Midwest, back to single-family construction, commercial construction, remodeling in relation to lumber. Okay, can talk a little bit about the species that you're seeing today that is being brought into our market and things that, you know, species that our customers, listeners need to be aware of? 
Yeah, you know, um, everybody's pretty familiar with the spruce pine fir that, that's typically used in home construction for studs. And um, they're pretty, you know, familiar with the western species that we brought in hem fir and, and uh, white fir and, and, you know, Douglas fir. But um, the pine species that don't typically get up, you know, north of Indiana markets um, are, have been more of a value. Uh, we're seeing more and more of that make its way up here, especially in in the uh, the you know structural component side of it, like you know door headers and window head, you know the the beams that hold that go above doors and windows, oh. and uh, you, you know we're seeing we're seeing more of it get used there, and then. Um, you know, we've got some commercial projects that aren't aren't so species specific and are more, um, you know, designed uh, in accordance with structural uh, abilities. And we're seeing some of that pine even get used in, in those. And you know, for you know, we we use it more in our wall panel shops than necessarily in in uh, you know out in the field where it's it's exposed to the weather. But um, you know. We're seeing a little bit of a shift. A lot of it is because the American fiber doesn't carry the, uh, the you know, the import taxes that some of the, the foreign fiber does. But, uh, you know, in the end, you know, the, the market tends to gravitate to the to the least cost alternative. And um, when it's pine, um, you're going to continue to see it. <laughs> you know, as you talk about that, I just couldn't help but think, you know, there's there's a, a product that can fit every type of project, right? And, mm-hmm. and certainly there is a, a, a leaning toward a, the value, the price. But what about the jobs where there's maybe an appearance that is desired. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that as it relates to you know, even the two by four and two by six wood? Yeah, you know, every every product, um, every species has a grade, and that grade, you, you know, the, the grades vary. Some of them are some of the grades are for structure, and some of the grades are for appearance. You know, studs, for instance, if you took a stud, it, stud grade is just a. a you know, you can use that on almost any structure that's up to, you know, two to three stories tall. It's not, it doesn't need any additional structural uh, properties for it. But in commercial buildings, you really need it to be, uh, you know, number two, especially on the lower levels, because it has to have that added uh, structural um, grade to it to support the, the upper floors. Well, then, you know, we, we all, there's also products out there that are, that are, um, they may be number two, the same as the the stud that that holds up that commercial building, but it also has an appearance grade to it, which would be premium. It would look very, very nice, and you would really want to use something like that on a you know a custom home along the lake shore, or um, you know in in any area where where uh, you know you might leave it exposed where somebody wants to wants to um, you know enjoy it visually. Yeah, and and so what is, what are some of the characteristics of that that appearance grade, and maybe walk us through that. Uh, yep, uh, Wayne is the uh, edge of the board, um, and, and just the structural grades or the stud grades. You know, you can still have bark on it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> whereas whereas the appearance grades, it won't have the bark on it. Yeah, but what I'm hearing, and again, don't want a rabbit trail, but what I'm hearing from from you is like even if it's got a little bit of bark on it, it doesn't. It's not taking away from this structural integrity. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Yep, and the appearance grade uh, will have less knots in it. It typically is, uh, um, you know, taken out of the better part of the tree or a nicer piece of the log, and uh, it won't have all those imperfections in it that, you know, you might have on 
a lesser grade, but you know, it's still still going to have the same structure. You know, and then we talked about narrows. Let's talk a little bit about wides before we close the show. You know, when you look at two by ten, two by twelve, what are the usage in today's marketplace for that that size? And then, are there some some species to be aware of there? Yeah, you, you know, the the, the wides are um, they're used a lot above doors and above windows. Uh, we use a ton of them there. In in some markets, they use a lot of the wides for floor joists, and it's a lot of that's particular to what's going on in the market with fire codes. Uh, there's some there's some um, you know the new fire code has some restrictions upon on eye joists. They have to be coated with a, a coating, or it has to be a solid member. And depending upon what's available in the market, they tend to flip back and forth to you know like two by tens or um, eye joists. And so, you know, two by 10, uh, has, has the, uh, I guess, um, the structural properties to get used in that situation. And, and they tend to, to use, use them quite often. But, um, you know, that's another thing too. I mean, you can have appearance grade or you can have number two construction grade, whatever you want on it. You know, somebody that puts a two by 10 floor in and wants to leave the ceiling, uh, you know, unfinished as they look up on it might want a better grade, uh, than just a standard, standard construction grade. But, um, for the most part, um, you know, the, those, those wider species are, are used anywhere that where, uh, it's designed to carry some sort of a load. Right. So the takeaway on today's topic really is that for everyone that's experienced so much volatility in pricing and availability the last couple of years, 2023 should bring some more calm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the general, general thought on it is it's, you know, um, interest rates are up, um, you know, we're, it's, it's pricing some people out of the market. There's a struggle with affordability. Uh, they think that the, the housing starts are going to be down a little bit, but um, you know the underlying the underlying issue is is uh, we're still not building enough. So you know there's that potential, but um, you know overall at this point it's looking like things are going to be a bit calmer. Yeah, and the outlook even beyond this year is strong to your point of being underbuilt. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. John, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. And thanks to all of you for tuning in each and every week. Remember, you can go to zealandlumber.com for more information. Easy way to contact Zealand for more information on any of your upcoming projects. Thanks again. Have a great one, everyone. The At Home Show has been presented by Zealand Lumber and Supply. Build trust. Be sure to visit our website at whtc.com where you can listen or download this and other past programs at your convenience for free in the podcast tab. Join us next week for another edition of the At Home Show on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC, a presentation of Midwest Communications.